January 2, 2023. It's a lot from Pedro's show. Um, well, uh, let me follow you again. Uh, you said my plan has on what? I didn't say that. <laughs> I said the, what the critics said. Say, oh, well, they uh, seem to think that it's an angry sort of thing, Israel. Some of them do. I don't know about do the critics feel, here. Do you feel angry? No, I don't. Uh, I was talking to a fellow today, and I told him that uh, the reason I play so many, so many, uh, it sounds, maybe it sounds angry, because I'm I'm trying so many things at one time, you see. Like, I, I, I haven't sorted them out. I have a whole bag of things that I'm trying to work through and get the one essential, you know. Uh, would, you say, just, would you say that you're trying to play everything you hear at well, one time or something like that? No, there there are some set things that I know, some devices that I know, harmonic devices that I know that will uh, take me out of the ordinary path, you see, if I use these. But I haven't played them enough, and I'm not familiar with them enough yet, to take the one single line through them. So I play all of them, you know, trying to uh, acclimate my ear so I can hear, you know. Show. Happy Monday. Well, fucking first Monday of 2023, people. 
So, we're going to make it a good one. I'm hopeful about this upcoming year and stuff. Uh, we start off with John Coltrane. He gets asked by this uh, Swedish guy, Carl Eric Lindgren, on March 22, 1960, uh, if he's angry. Yeah, right. I think that's why he put that picture he did on, on Love Supreme. Because <laughs> you know, these motherfuckers. He, one, one, one dude, you know, I've read, I've read uh, six, uh, six biographies on him now, and I'm... Reading the stuff quotes he did in his interviews, and uh, he, he, yeah, he not. If I'm angry at anybody, it's myself because I can't realize some of the parts I'm trying to play, and actually, probably confused with serious. <laughs> and then we had Danny Yamas with uh, Fui Piedra, Piedra. Sorry, fuck Piedra. I uh, yeah, lo siento for the fucking up. They keep uh, the chinga. Watts, the pinche motherfucking can't speak right. Even my own language, so I don't, I don't mean any disrespect. Grammar spell. Anyway, those Skype engineers uh, in from Estonia with their, or their software engineers with their Skype invention, I can talk. And he said, be in Spain. But Danny Yama, yeah. welcome aboard, Danny. Hola. Yeah. Hola. Yeah. Como estas? Yeah, grammar spell for fucking right away. Well, uh, we got this spiel going on. That's what's happening. Uh, 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 Marco Sorato, bass brother, Hermano Bajo, and uh, for making this connect. And I guess he's he's playing in your band now, also besides his own orthodox. Right on. He has he replaced these uh, other bass player that we uh, that was playing with us, uh, Sebastiano Orellana. He's a Chilean guy. Yeah. He moved back to Chile. Okay. So I got right the, the right opportunity to bring Marco in my band, and he accepted, and then it's like, great. You know, the, there was some chili cats in Barcelona that I played with. Uh, Miranda, Familia Miranda or something? You know Familia Miranda, yeah. Yeah, you know these yeah. cats? And uh, I know these guys, yeah. And uh, the, the bass man, Milo. Right. Right, right. I, and some, they also have some uh, people in Hamburg, Germany. It's like kind of a connect, uh, ex expatriates from uh, uh, Chile and stuff. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but let's let's talk about your journey. Uh, please, yeah. Danny, bring your earliest musical memory. Well, um, it's, it's kind of tough, but I, I come from a neighborhood in a small town. Well, it's not that small, by the way. It's, um, it's a town called Jerez, you know, where the sherry wine comes from. Sure. Yeah, and I come from there. And it's kind of uh, to 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 make a similarity. It's like um, it's like um, it's like at uh, New Orleans for jazz and blues. It is for flamenco. Okay. okay. So it is. It's to me. It's uh, also like a musical cradle, where because my my oldest uh, memories, it's about my grandfather and my mother singing flamenco songs. It, it was in the air, you know. It was something that happened in my house, you know? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, uh, that's, yeah. That's probably my, you know, the oldest memories that I got. You know, people don't realize, people don't realize that uh, voice, it's a fucking musical instrument. Bottoms of the feet are too when you're dancing. By Yanda, you know, of like course. a fucking drum, right? Like a batteria. So uh, right. uh, besides singing, was there instruments in that pad, that casa? Um, that really, I think to me, to me, uh, flamenco is more, I mean, more of an, no, I mean thing. this, the, you're familiar, you're, 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 
Uh, but no, 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 no. My, my, you know, my, my, my mother, my father, no instruments playing. My brother, except the voice, except the voice. Yeah. Also, yeah, there, my there brother was, used to play piano. So there was a piano in Pat. Yeah, there was there was a piano. Did you ever was, jump on it? About six. I jumped on it. I know by ear, you know. I like listening to songs and playing it after. But I, I hated like going to to classes. Well, you know? the, 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 I yeah, I wanted stuff. to ask you about that. The piano lesson nightmare. I, <laughs> I hated that so badly. So how long did you do it? Play guitar. I did. You know, listening to music and then playing it with a cassette and all, you know all that, that kind of shit. That's how I learned. So I guess the ear, you know, uh, it's. It's good. It's good for the ear and probably bad for your for your head. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Probably well, you know what head. John Coltrane said? You could play a shoelace if you're sincere. So, you know, any instrument, really. But, yeah. And and piano is trippy. One button for every note. That's probably why a lot of composers done on it. And, you know, it's really, a, a, it's a short, it's abbreviation because it should be pianoforte, soft, loud. Because before that, the keyboards could only go, you know, organ, harpsichord, no loud, soft, only one thing, no dynamic. So that's the big exactly. dealio the, the of that. Piano's got, yeah. Right. It's and with like a percussion instrument, too. Well, I was going to right. say about the guitar, same thing. You can get soft, low, but instead of hammers, oh. you got your fingers right on those strings. So what, what about at school? Were you in the... Uh, like the choir or the marching band, or did you take any music in no, school? No, there used, there used to be something going on that I refused to be in there, but my brother was in there. And it's something that you, uh, you call it tuna, like <laughs> T-U-N-A in Spain. Yeah, yeah, it's and a it's like, fucking pescado. Have you ever heard of that? And it dressed like funny. And, and <laughs> there was that shit going on. I refused <laughs> to go in there because it's kind of, it was a mixed one with with uh, with a. Uh, um, with girls and, and boys, you know? Okay. Uh, originally, it's just for boys. And, yeah. But, you know, it's got so so many of that kind of culture that I refused that I didn't want to join in. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. my first um, uh, advent, adventure playing with some other people was forming a punk rock band when I was, like, about 13. Well, let me ask you this. First record you bought with your own money, please. Uh, I probably, uh, I doubt if it was Nirvana's Nevermind in 91 or... It takes a nation to hold us back by public okay. enemy, probably yeah. about the same age. Chuck D lives in probably California now. She, he married a professor here. Uh, let me ask you this. First gig you saw live? Um, it was uh, it was a local band called the Monitors. Okay. And, and was it Garage? A garage band. Yeah, I was going to say that because Spain has always dug the garage scene. Dude, it was a garage band, yeah. <laughs> but there still is garage in Spain, right? It's still a big dealio. It's a big deal, man. Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. Uh, Beautiful. Yeah. So many good. Like bands. the Trashmen, like they would go to this big festival. It was their big gig, like you know, for fifty years or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> for me, music is music. So you know, there's a scene. There's a you know a of genre, course. a kind and of clothes, a, a kind of rhythm, a kind of uh, whatever you want to call it. But it's still music. You know, of course, I, I, this man. is where you know, at sixty-five years old, yeah. this is what life has taught me. So let me ask you this. You yep. said you want fuck the piano. I want to get on the guitar. When was the first time you got on the guitar? I remember I was doing my eighth grade in school. I was about thirteen. When uh, you know there was this guy in my in my in my in my class. Yeah. And he he used to wear Iron Maiden shirts. And he started you know he he put he put like um, uh, brass strings to a flamenco guitar. You know. <laughs> 
<laughs> that is fucking hard, Mike. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah dude. Because, you know, the neck and this guitar sure, is of course. double, you know? And yeah. so, yeah. So uh, that's how we started. We're playing so guitar. he let you... playing he... probably Iron Maiden covers or something like that. And no, with he, that he let... strings. Let me yeah. ask you, Danny. He let you use his guitar? Of course. So only of one course. guy could play? Or did he have two yeah, of them? Yeah, he... He goes like, yeah, this is a, I don't know, this is a five. This is a, five. Oh, this is a, yeah. He show um, you something, beat. then he'd hand you the uh, the guitar, and then you'd play it. Yeah, that's that's how it, that that's how it started. Okay. Yeah, I played okay. with his guitar, and then I got one by that summer, ninety three to ninety four. But you like didn't get a, a flamenco guitar with uh, steel strings on or brass strings, right? You got well, electric guitar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I got a guitar from my uncle. It was a, still a flamenco guitar, and I did the same thing. Oh, you did! So, I did the same thing. <laughs> okay, because I, I thought you went. I thought you went and bought an electric guitar. And what are you guys doing, like Iron Maiden? That stuff? was later on. That okay. was later on. But but we started like you know everybody's got a flamenco guitar here, man. So okay, okay, you got what you got, right? See, see, yeah. see, yeah, yeah. So so uh, at first, you guys are doing Iron Maiden copies. Yeah, we we, we, okay. we did that shit. I mean, I was starting like uh, I remember playing some some songs from Iron Maiden. Everything that sounded like rock was great. Now, you know now uh, here the the hegemonic sound is the flamenco, yeah, but we wanted yeah. to step out of that. Sure, right? sure, sure. You always want to react against what already is. you want to be your own exactly. guys. Exactly. That is, uh, and and that's how we felt about that time because everybody was into the flamenco thing. So sure. we we're like, fuck this fuck shit, this. you know. So yeah. we started to form a band, a punk rock band. Uh, I started to listen to a lot of um, old, older punk rock from the States and from the UK. Yeah. And then hardcore. And then, you know, uh, some band, you know, a lot of classics and all and from the what, States. What, what was, uh, uh, over. did this band yeah. have a name or did you guys just practice? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to have fun. Uh, uh, the, 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 the first band that we had, the name was Snoopy's Nightmares. Because it's, <laughs> Holy shit. I still laugh about it, man. <laughs> Snoopy's nightmares, because you know Snoopy, you know the yeah the, peanuts the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. It's got, it's got some it's got some um, in Spain. It's something related to the bourgeois culture, like you know, ah, okay. uh, middle class kind sure, of. Sure. So we thought like, we're gonna we're gonna frighten them. So you know we're gonna say that Snoopy's nightmares, you know, something like that. Because <laughs> all this we we call them pijos. Because of the bougies, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so it's a reaction against them, you know, because you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like a farmer would tell you, if you want a good crop, use a lot of manure, huh? a lot of mirror. <laughs> exactly, you man. You gave me some great I like music. That. I want to play this. Uh, un manto de fuego. Right. Do fantasma recorre la tierra.
hasta el poder. Y si este es el fin.
mountains are in uproar and the kingdoms are shaken, but God utters his voice and the earth shall melt away. be the river of the water of life, bright as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb through the middle of the street of the city. On either side of the river is the tree of life, with its twelve kinds of fruit, producing its fruit each month. And the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. Nothing accursed will be found there anymore. The throne of God and of the Lamb will be in it, and his servants will worship him. They will see his face, and his name will be on their foreheads. And there will be no more night. They need no light of lamp or sun, for the Lord God will be their light, and they will reign forever and ever. This is the word of the Lord.
Well, for Pedro Show, that chunk of music started off with, yeah, Danny Amos with uh, Umanto de Fuego. And then uh, Orthodox, Marco Serrato's band, uh, The Sun, The Sword, and The Bread. <laughs> of course, what else is it? <laughs> and then Moldoman out of Balmore with uh, Seven Threshold Flux. Uh, Shovel Dance Collective, this trippy stuff. And this is part three, this album that had like four parts, and this is the third part. And then finally, Danny Yamas again with Que bien me sueña tu nombre. Dreaming, dreaming, dreaming. So back to the story. Now, uh, tell me about the first gig that fucking Snoopy's Nightmare did. Uh, man, that's uh, the first gig we did. Oh, no, I remember. It was in high school, of course. And um, I um, we played, it was like a kind of uh, a contest, you know, band contest or something like that. Sure. Like we, we, we call them, we call them, uh, we call them Battle of the Bands. Yeah, the Battle of the Bands, something like that. Yeah. And that, that, that's how it was. It was 94, I guess. Yeah. And we played a cover of the Six Pistols, God Save the Queen. <laughs> then we changed, of course, man. But we changed it to, uh, I started yelling it in Spanish, which is Dios Salve al Rey. Uh, no future with the king because you know Spain is also a you know a, a monarchy. So sure, uh, but did this guy had to, he had to run away, right? Some bad stuff. Well, he's a fuck. He's a fucking voter. He's a fucking. Uh, he steals money but, and. But the, yeah. he had to be used like a crowbar to pry fucking Franco uh, the the fascists out, right? Exactly. He he was named there by Franco. There but then they no, found letters that he wrote to Francois Mitterrand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, I know a little bit, know, but let's stay on your music. I'm sorry, you know right why? Right okay. get into this shit. <laughs> so, was the gig a gig of success or failure? I, I suppose it's, it's a success. It depends what you what you you know what you define. How do you define a success? To me, it was accurate because it's the first time we played in front of people and people kind of slammed. So <laughs> that was a success. I yeah, guess. yeah. No, because well, I've had. Um, I've had a lot of shit thrown at me and stuff, so maybe that's a success, though, too. It's like you say, it's what, what you mean by that. And, and it's, you know, in Mexico, that is success. They spy to you if they like you. Oh, yeah. Well, in the, oh, the old punk, in the 70s punk, yeah. they were spitting on you and shit. Oh, man, the first paid gig that we did it was our 35th gig at Starwood in West Hollywood. And they spit on us so... And when you play instruments, you can't block your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can, man. No, so right down no the defense. fucking no in-hole. Right in the in-hole. So, now the material, was it all covers? More Sex Pistols? Or was there any Snoopy's Nightmare original material? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, you know, and now I'm, I'm trying to get more serious on this, but uh, to me, music, it's always been uh, my way to write songs and, sh and, and, you know, and put them into space, you know? So it's... Uh, I like covers, but I really like writing music, and that's the motto that I have when I started playing. Music. Do you remember I, the first song you wrote, Danny? I can't remember the name of that song, but uh, I remember I was writing songs, and that piano, I told you, my brother, probably when I was like 10 or 11 or something like that. Oh, so you were writing song. before you were in fucking Snoopy's Nightmare. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I wrote songs, probably not, not singing on them, but like writing little parts with the sure. piano. And okay. like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like writing songs. That's the thing I like the most. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you guys are like practicing after school and stuff. Do you guys ever record? Yeah. We recorded uh, two demos in 95 and 96. Uh, it was those two demos. I remember the studio was in, in, in another village in another city called San Fernando. 
And uh, my, my That's what we call the Val. Yeah, you know that. You know that, right? North of Hollywood, they call the Val is San Fernando Valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's San Fernando and Cadiz in the, in the south of Spain. So my father used to drive me up there yeah. to the studio. And, and it's funny because uh, he drove us there and the studio was inside the, the, the house. In yeah. the parental house of, of, the, of the guy that owned the studio. Yeah. So I remember we passed through the through the living room and say hello to, to their parents and then going up to the studio. And then and my my father was still down there in the car waiting for us. And I, after four hours. Four hours tape. in the coaching. Yeah. Yeah. We got our tape. And it was like, yeah, off we go. <laughs> back back to home, back home, you know. So he, he drove us back home. Yeah, he waited there for four hours. Like Gaging God, I mean, fucking four hours. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking awesome. Yeah, we recorded live and all that shit. You know? <laughs> oh man, man, look, I'll tell you about studios and people's folks' pad. Rudy Van Gelder, his first studio was in his parents' living room. You know where John Coltrane and those people recorded in New Jersey. Yeah. yeah so maybe you guys had a little parallel universe going. And, yeah. and, why, and why do you call them demos? They never got pressed up? No, we did those presses. It was very rudimentary. And the, the first time we, we got something pressed, it was with the other band that's still going on, the Gas Drummers. And it was in 98. That was the first time we really Oh, is that, is that GAS Drummers? Yeah, that's it. Okay, okay, it. okay, okay. So so that band comes out of Snoopy's Nightmare or different people? That, that, that one comes out from Snoopy's Nightmare. So two of us. From Snoopy's Nightmares, and then there was a trio at the beginning. There was uh, three of us. Okay. And another drummer, the good drummer that we, you know, a good drummer in our town. So yeah. we always wanted him to come and play with us. He, he didn't want to. But finally we convinced him. And yeah. now he's still my drummer. He, he, my drummer, he drums in my, in my records, the Danny Gamma's <laughs> records and all that. That's yeah. beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> but there's nothing like having a good drummer, right? It's, it's, you know, it's, you don't have a good band until you have a good yeah, drummer. Yeah, I agree with you. Jimi Hendrix said, Mitch Mitchell, that's my Elvin Jones. <laughs> so, so, how long did Snoopy's Nightmare last? Uh, 95, 1998? Three years. 94 to 98. Three years, so, so like, the, like no, you're in years, high school. So three years, yeah. So you're still in high school. Oh, yeah, I was still in high school. And, and then you, uh, uh, you put together gas drummers? And the last year of uh, high school, yeah. Okay. Okay, and and what what did you see is the biggest difference between Gas Drummers and Snoopy's Nightmare? Because we we took it more serious, more seriously, and uh, we started touring and we pressed records. So it, it eventually got, and we toured. We toured Canada twice. Over here, toured, okay, okay. We toured in Europe for like fifteen times. The, the Gas Drummers were kind of a one up, kind of a thing going on in in a, in a punk rock kind of world. Yeah, was a band that you know got us play with. A lot of our, our, I don't know how to say it, like um, uh, teenage heroes, you know? Sure, and, sure. And, and we got us to see the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Torn is an incredible experience. I still, I've been doing it for 40 years, only 40 years more. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. And you know how it is, Mike? Like, yeah. You go, you go, like, imagine you're out in, I don't know, let's say in Hamburg. Sure. I'm pretty sure you have someone to, someone to call in Hamburg. Yeah. Am I right? Sure. Big time. Oh, you're, you're in Paris. You might have someone to call in Paris because you've been there and you probably slept in someone's someone's. Couch. No, I got people so, all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's 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 people that haven't toured don't know the values of it. Absolutely, I, I totally, can't know. You know. It's it's my my life. It's been 
probably sleeping in couches more than hotels. But yeah. what the fuck? Me that's, too. Me that's too. A real thing. Traveling. Yeah. Makes human beings uh, better people. I don't know how to say. I, it. No, I, I think it's one of the most excellent politics. Because it is. you know, it's it's people. With people. Look, Danny, we're at the end of the first hour of the January 2, 2023 edition of the Watt Pedro Show special guest, Danny Yama. Hotel for hour two. January 2, 2023. It's the second hour of the Watt for Pedro Show. <laughs>
find you Very simple thin white line You've seemed to cross it every time You act as if you can see through All the weights on the other side The life is almost out of I'd like to go with you and those people These possible people They're beautifully painted I'd like to go with you and those people These possible people They're beautifully painted
trazadas Nos abrimos paso entre la maleza Nos tienen ganas Una canción Culture. That's the best. Life and look, the world is a classroom. If you fucking believe sincerely, everyone's got something to teach you. That's what I think too, Danny. Of course. Okay, people. Course. We, we would start off the second hour with Danny Yamas doing produce monstrous. Monstrous. Yeah. Fucked it up. Sorry. Okay. Almighty op after that with possible people. Adam Trumbo throwing jacks. Guide by voices. Yeah, this guy puts out albums. Every other month, Bob Pollard is incredible. Noisuke, uh, redeveloped Noisuke after that with Lay Cocteau, uh, Chloral Blast and Swing Time from Rubber O Cement, and then Danny Yama with Entre la Maleza. Maleza. Yeah, yeah, okay, I'm getting it, I'm learning. I'm learning. <laughs> 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 slow learner, what? Okay, let's get back to the story. So now we got gas drummers going, you're torn your asses off. Uh, yep. now, like. Like you went overseas and stuff like that, but there, there's a circuit in Spain too, right? Or did you include that in big Europe tours? Yeah, we, we, we toured all over Europe and Spain too, and the UK. Yeah. So, uh, we visited the islands a few times too. Um, it was easier before <laughs> uh, the Brexit. And um, yeah, yeah, we, 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 we 
toured all over and, and also in Canada a couple of times. And Spain's got his own circuit, but we were one of the first uh, punk rock bands in Spain that actually tried to tour out abroad, you know? That's great. The country. Yeah, so. that's great. That's great. Because, you know, you, that my, I play with some Italian musicians, and they told me, you know, the Roma guys, they only play Roma. It's like, come on. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> come on, come on. So, uh, Gas, I know they recorded because uh, Marco sent me some stuff. Was yeah. was that different than recording with Snoopy's Nightmare? It was different. It was. I think it was. Did you did you was, did your pop drive you there and wait four hours? <laughs> no, not that time. <laughs> First record we did, we did it, and this is funny because I was I was eighteen by, yeah. the, by by the time, and we were recording it in the city of Granada. Yeah. Okay. Granada. Yeah. And it was yeah. The first time, you know, and it's it was still the time when record labels paid for the recordings. You remember those times? <laughs> yeah. I was on Columbia Records for fourteen years. SST so, for eleven yeah, years. You remember those times, yeah. right? But but That's SST days right. didn't pay for. But it was okay. It was yeah. So you had a Jammy Cano, right? Yeah, and so, and so so we were there, and we were run by around. We were really like young. I was eighteen, and we were um, so we we were, um, we we were sleeping in some uh, I don't know how to say some some pension, you know, yeah. not even a hotel. Uh, yeah, like a hotel for older was, people, retired yeah, people. Something like yeah. that. We, we, it was all paid by the record label. And I had a great experience doing that. It was the first time I really did a record and then the record got pressed. And then it got uh, pressed um, in overseas. They got a North American edition. It was a slightly different. We got two different songs from that edition. And yeah, I was so young. So I thought it was, woo, this is it, you know. But but yeah, was there a difference? Was it an evolution from Snoopy's Nightmare to Gas yeah, Drummers? It was way more technical. The okay. kind of you know the songs were were faster. Oh, you did say it's more serious. Yeah, yeah, those songs were faster and more ten more technical. You know, like and what a about, lot of hooks and very. What what about the actual process of recording? Did you use a producer? Yeah, there was this guy who runs the studio. Was Javi. Uh, it's got uh, the name is Pig Studios in Granada. Pig like point point. Sure, sure. So, uh, <laughs> Cerdo, no, you know, Cerdo. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So he was kind of the producer. He owns the studio, and you know, um, a very nineties sound, like trying to you know trigger up everything. Yeah. I don't yeah. like. Yeah, I don't like that kind of. A little stuff. synthetic, yeah. Yeah, I don't like that kind of stuff. If I was, I was too young. You know, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. When sure. you. You can't decide so many things. So you, you're guided by people that it's supposed to know. But, you know, we're sons of our time in the end. So, Danny, let me ask you. What yep. does gas drummers mean? Oh, man. Let me tell you a story. Um, the, the Snoopy's Nightmares. And we always had problems with our drummers, okay? Because our drummers yeah. left the band because they wanted to spend more time with their girlfriends, right? Right. So we were in a train, uh, me and the bass player, Paco, Paco Mauro. Okay. We're, we're like bragging about, uh, fuck, we've been, we've been left, um, um, we've been left to say it again because the drummer didn't want to come let to the down. They let, He let we, us we, down. We, yeah, yeah he, he let us down. What the fuck? What's going on? And he said like, you know what, D? Go ahead, single drummers. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Go ahead, single drummers. I was like, yeah. 
G-A-S drummers. We should, we should call a new band like that. I'm like, yeah, let's go for it. Yeah, it was a funny story about behind the... Behind okay, the yeah, it's an actor. Okay. <laughs> that's the that's name, man. Okay, I'm going to play some more Danny Yums here.
From Pedro Show, that chunk of music started with Danny Yamas doing Yo Naciento Los Copas. Then we had Headboggle Sundowner, Ode to Billy Joe slash Speak Low from Fausto slash Faustito. Uh, they're from Texas, Austin. Uh, Death Tape Super Bass, not under until it's over. I think Milwaukee. Uh, Larry Boast after that. No, he's a uh, goddamn. What's it called? Uh, Grants Pass, Oregon. Yeah, the opportunist, the grief counselor, Kleenex conspiracy from Ray Shin out of Reno, and finally Danny Yamas again with La Harita. Okay. Interesting about uh, and gas is still going. Yeah. Yeah. Still going. Yeah, we we played. The last tour we played was in 2017. We did Canada. Um, we played uh, with uh, an American band called, um, I mean, a U.S. band called Orange Chick. Yeah. And we were playing in support of a Canadian band that are called Propagandy. They're friends of us. Oh, yeah. I've heard yeah, of them. Yeah, we're doing this tour together with Orange Chick and Propagandy. They kind of came back tour, together, right? Yeah, we're, we're touring together in Canada. And so right after that, the Gastromas had a, a great hiatus. Yeah. Until last December the 5th, where yeah. we rejoined it to do 
entirely, uh, never mind the bollocks, here's the sex pistols. Yeah. Whoa. We did that, yeah. And let me tell you something. This is a great record. How how great is this record? I mean, like, it was. Holy it was really, really, yeah. So we, we covered the whole record. I uh, left the guitar aside and just sung. I got the microphone. Normally, I play guitar and sing, but I didn't. Yeah. I was John Lydon, by the way. Right, right. So, right. so we had, I had to do it with just one guitar. Okay. And yeah, uh, I was. A you already had Steve winner. Jones. I have Pablo did Steve Jones okay. very, very well. Yeah. He's actually a great cat. Uh, Johnny Rotten, okay. I met Johnny Rotten a couple of times. He can be, whoa, you roll the dice with that man. But Steve Jones has always been very kind to me. Very kind. He's, he, yeah, he's got a radio show. He had me on for like three hours. He had me jam with him. Some Stooges. Really? Uh, yeah, Credence and uh, uh, God, All Right Now, Free. Right? Andy Fraser, that end part there. So, uh, but Gas Drummers, you get other music going besides that, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I started out um, doing my solo records from 2009. That was the first record that uh, I did in solo because I started to write a lot of like folky songs. You know, uh, this was one thing that I haven't uh, said. It's um, I've always written in English up until the last two records. Okay, so this this stuff I was written in English. Yeah. So I wrote my first solo record in 2009. And we got uh, this guy, Ken Stringfellow, from, from the Posies. And sure, Ireland, Ken and Stringfellow, yeah. He produced that record. Uh, I think record maybe Seattle, right? Yeah, he, he played piano in R.E.M. Yeah. Right, as uh, a sideman. But he also had that band Posies, right? He, yeah, he's one of the two singers in the Posies, of course. Yeah. And so he produced this first record, this first solo record I did. And um, yeah, it's, it's a good record. I like it. It's a very folky pop. Um, Where'd you do uh, it in Spain, or did you do it in the U.S.? We did it. We did it in this in this studio that because um, I think Ken lived in Paris by the by the by that time. Okay. So he was doing other stuff in Europe, and he, we did it in in, in, a, in a Paco Loco studio. Have you ever heard of this guy? Yes, Paco I Loco? have. Yes, I have. He, really yeah, interesting. He's, he's the greatest. We're going to yeah, continue, he's... but we're at the end of the second hour now, January two, twenty twenty three. The Schwab Pedro Show special guest, Danny Yama. Hold tight, our three. January 2, 2023, it's the third hour of the Watt for Pedro Show. Porque nunca 
feels unreleased, taut in his neon cage. The one who whispers without words suggests another stage. The thrill of hanging, the thrill of dangling at the very edge of death. So very close, so very near. Near to your final breath. He's sucked into the inky pool before the noose is loosed. Then his life just drains away. Oh, another strangled fool. The comedian decides he shouldn't take another shot. Another speedball raging, the lightning fairly caught. The whisper without words insists just one more hit. Just one more, not so much. Oh, man, you'll be so lit. And when his lungs fill up with blood, he sees the Omega sign. As the end comes with a thud, he hears the last punchline. And the gambler, he throws the dice, a half million on one toss. He knows now that he should quit, losing big's too big a cost. But then the whisper comes, a hiss right from the air, and suddenly he takes the leap and bets it all right there. He loses all, yes, everything, and drifts up to his room. Should he use the gun beside his bag? A sweep with a new broom. The wordless whisper hisses, suggests without a sound. Hisses softly in his ear. True hope cannot be found. And people in the parking lot, counting money they'll lay down, scarcely notice that final shot. That quick and lonesome sound. The whisperer needs no words to hiss your life apart. He can't be seen, he's never heard, but he's with you from the start. Heed him if you must, my friend, you'll hear him in your heart. Laughing, clearly laughing, joyful in his art.
keeps the Z flashing by. And all those stores and they sell things I don't want to buy. Sometimes you drive me insane. But I guess that's part of the game.
Bot for Pedro show. Started the third hour off. Danny Yama's doing Se Canta en lo que se pierda. Because that's in the fucking title of the first song we played. Fui pierda. Yeah, okay. Lots noticing things. <laughs> then we have Chip Kim in from the Dills doing I Could Count to Tony uh, 19. Now his brother Tony was called Tony 19, right? Because they thought they're like, you know, 1976 punk bands. So they think, well, two brothers can't be in the same, you know, siblings, can't be in the same band. So I'm not going to be Tony Kim in and you Chip Kim in. I'll be Tony 19. Yeah, and he, he actually, get, uh, my, I saw him just before he passed away. It was fucking terrible, heartbreak. But I, I brought my bass, my my friend, old Fender P, and he, he signed it, 19. So he said, you don't care, it's too romantic, Mike. I said, no, no. He said, love you, Mike. And he said, what wrote 19? Was, Dills was a big influence on Minuteman. There was a lot of band, pop group, Wire, Dills, Germs. Oh, man. Uh Screamers, nervous gender, all that stuff, you know, fall. I can't, you know, it's community. It's community, definitely. Uh, Wordless Whisper, Fred Hodgson with John Shirley and Jerry King. Uh, Chinatown from Bjorn Magnuson. Itag, 34th floor, but yeah, my French, pardon. And with, but this with Tenko, great singer lady from Tokyo. And, uh, then seat, and finally Danny Yama with La Muerto El Mar. Yep, We're killing the ocean, people. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't piss in your drinking water, right? That's what my pop would say. Okay, so uh, you start doing your solo records. Yeah, but you I keep did. but you keep the gas drummers going. Exactly. Yeah, I'm doing both things. Yeah, yeah. No, and, no, but that's okay. Life's about and, uh, taking turns, I think. Yeah, because, uh, you know, I, I, I suddenly realized that, you know, the, the songs that I wrote were more like folky, acoustic, and all that. I put it in a drawer. And the other songs said were more like rocking, punk rock songs. Yeah. You know, I put it in the gas from his drawer. And that's how it's, that, that's, that's, you know, that's how it was until 2019 when I got signed by this North American label from California called... Um, one Week Records is run by this guy, Joey Cape. Okay. Lagwagon. Yeah. And, and and I went to LA. Lagwagon, yeah. I think uh, no effects. Uh, what they call yeah, yeah. Fat Records, yeah. They're, yeah, yeah, they're Fat Records. So so Joey, uh, who's you know, is a good friend of mine, and we started doing stuff together, and he, he got me signed to his record label. So he flew me to uh, Los Angeles, Los Angeles. Yeah, Angeles. We did a record together in Los Angeles, and um, he said eventually he he goes like, "Dude, I really like your songs, but I really love how you write in English. How comes you're not from from an English speaking country?" And then I said, "Like, I should start writing in Spanish right away, because you know it was the the ultimate shove, you know, from a SoCal dude." Exactly. <laughs> someone, someone from from California tells you you write really good songs in English, and I was like, "Fuck it, I have to do it in Spanish now." And that's how I turned to uh, you know to my mother language and and started to do this this records that all these songs that you've been uh, playing and yeah. the show. Yeah. Yeah. What, what studio were they recorded in? It's a studio that's in Los Feliz. Los Feliz, the happy. 
Yeah, Los Feliz. I like this place. I like this place. It's like a little east of Hollywood. Exactly. <laughs> and I was there, and uh, it's this guy called Asher. He's got this, this, this studio. It's a great studio, man. I was playing with guitarists, and I was writing down the serial number in Google, and I freak out when I, when I realized it was from the 30s or from the 60s, you know? Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, well, I was doing that while, while Joey was mixing. You know, a lot of studio time, you know? Mixing time, right? Sure. You can either, either go to Amoeba and, and, buy, and, get, and grab some records or go have coffee or something while, while people is, like, editing or, you know? Yep. But I was putting these uh, all guitar serial numbers into Google and I freaked out. <laughs> yeah, it was like in a museum or something. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, it was there. That was studio there, and we did this record there, and it was great times. Okay, let's let's play another two, or another two tunes. A mi pueblo querido lleva un camino. Lleva un
madre vi llorar, a mi padre vi llorar, a mi hermano vi llorar.
cualquiera De hace más de 100 años En Jerez de la frontera La mala hierba La mala hierba La escardan con sus manos Campesinos sin tierra Como la niebla Crecen en la noche con hoces y soletas, calle por vera, calle por vera. Muere un pobre hombre y florece una revuelta. En los llanos de Caulina esperaban la señal. Soldaditos temen, la turba crece, la turba crece. En la plaza Belén, los presos ya la huelen, suenan cañones, ya se disuelve, ya corrió la sangre, a cientos detienen cuatro inocentes. El tornillo frío les aprieta hasta la muerte. En los llanos de Caulina esperaban la señal.
And then he called me again. He's like, hey, Danny, this is Tim Armstrong. And I'm like, all right, this might be serious. Yeah. And so, yeah, he, he, <laughs> he, he got here and he, we started to make music together. And uh, this guy is a, is a big lover of, uh, you know, B, B movies from the 60s, right? Yeah. Well, I know, so, I know when they started, it was called Operation Ar- Ivy yeah, yeah, and it was like perfect. Ska. I knew he was into Ska. Totally. He was into that. And probably he's into that too. Right? You know, oh, I got to say that bass man he's got, Matt Freeman, that guy can oh, play. Man. That guy that can guy. play. He's a bass player, right? And then, because uh, the Rancid band was kind of like Lars, right? They brought him on. And I like Lars too. He's a good cat. Good cat. Yeah. So uh, uh, the guys on this album that we've been playing, Cause you yeah. did you fly over by yourself or did you bring over some Spanish musicians? And and and, and Tim Armstrong's record? No, no, no. On this record right here that we've been playing, uh, Danny. No, Ellis. no. It's all it's all American musicians. Well, yeah. now, now, how, now who arranged that? The producer? Yeah, Joey did that. Joey did that. Okay. Joey did you have any idea or what? Yeah, I got I got all these songs, you know, yeah. and sort of send them. I'll send him all the songs, and he probably got through the songs. Oh, oh you know? wait, wait, Danny, what you do? Do you made demos and like then? Joey yep. went and okay, so these guys learned all the shit, so everybody had it together. Okay, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got a range. He got a cello, a cello, a cello player, Jesus. and a drummer. Okay, and, and the drummer is a good cat. The drummer is a guy uh, from Chicago. He yeah. plays in the band called uh, the Lawrence Arms. Okay, you know his yeah, name. Neil. He's great. He's fantastic. You know his and name. He was he was jamming there in Los Angeles, like a lot of people do. You know. Do you do you know his name? Well, a lot of yeah. I was talking to a guy, yeah. a guy. Neil uh, Hennessy. Okay, there was a guy on the uh, maybe a day before yesterday. He yeah, he yeah. just drove out from Virginia, and I'm a, I'm a, he went like to some music school in Hollywood, right? Music institute. He just went for it because uh, I think Southern California people think the music thing, you know, and it, it's yeah. true. It's pretty big. It's, but you know, nowadays you can make music anywhere. We got the internet, right? Exactly. That's a good and bad thing, but it, it's probably yeah. more good than bad. How long did it take, Danny? Yeah, of course. It's a mixed thing. Yeah. It yeah. takes a week, man. It's the whole thing about that, that record label. It's called One Week Records. Okay, so, so it gives you one you week to make your record. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you I like that idea. I like that. That's <laughs> so fucking awesome, man. You yeah, because that, you know, that ruins a lot of records. They spend too much fucking time on it. I totally agree with that. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, sometimes even even one day is enough. I don't know. But yeah. for real, it's a, it's a one week record. You have to record, I don't know, twelve songs in one week. Right, and right. Help, and have them mixing. Yeah. Whatever, you know. Okay. Some additional mixing you can do afterwards, probably, and then master. Right. Right. The mo, you know, the whole thing you have to record. You had to do it in one week. And that's the thing. And, and yeah, I like the philosophy of the record label. Yeah, yeah. Well, man, congrats on it, truly. Uh, where, where can people find you on the internet? Is there a Danny Yama website? You know, there's this Bandcamp thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah of Bandcamp, course. I like yeah, that. I'm on band, yeah. and Bandcamp. I'm on dannyyamas.bandcamp.com. You know, I should tell people, yep. because of the pronounce is a little trippy for English. Uh, D-A-N-I. L L A M A S. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. There's no such thing as a llama, people. <laughs> well, we to say that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we, we call him Yama. Of course. Yama. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Lamas and like Delilah. the it's not lavies. It's your keys aren't your lavies. They're your yaves. Yeah. Okay. We're learning. Yeah. We're learning. We're learning. We're learning. What's your next? What's your next plan, Danny? You know, I still got a way to go with this kind of uh, recovering the roots from our country. Um, this flamenco thing. I think we have still a way to go in that direction. Okay. So we we're doing a we're doing a live session. Uh, at, the, at the end of uh, January. Okay. Now with Marco on base. <laughs> it is January. Uh, at the end of the month. <laughs> at the end of the month, yeah, we're, we're recording a live session. We're doing it uh, like for um, video too. We're, we're, you know, releasing it and, you know, we're going to put it on YouTube too. So okay. we're going to do like an old farm in the outskirts of Jerez and we're doing this live live session. So with some of the songs you, you already played. And uh, yeah, that's the most uh, that's the upcoming thing. And then we got some t- more touring in springtime, and and I'm now writing more songs, new songs that probably eventually I'll get to record later. This well, year. I, man, whatever you get going, and when you get yeah. done, will you come back on the show? And we can play it and talk about it. Man, I'm I'm so honored to be here talking to you. Oh, well, whatever you want, I'm 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 okay. right at well, the end of the spot. When you get the when your music's ready, please bring. Oh, I'm I'm honored with that. Yeah, oh, yo, beautiful, beautiful. I promise. Yeah, no, really, really, righteous. You know, uh, keep keep kicking like Cato. <laughs> <laughs> People, right. it's been the January second, twenty twenty three edition of Pedro Show. Keep your powder dry.